Welcome back to my football view. We are halfway through game week 29 and we have two sackings. Rodgers and Potter are gone. What are your reactions, Mace, especially to Potter? Actually three because I was close to sacking my girl, but no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it backfired. <laughs> she sacked you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Potter, man, I feel like it was just a matter of time, man. No improvements? No improvements. Um, I know he, he he had like a little winning streak when he won against Borussia. And then he won against uh, a few games in the Premier League. But it was just – everything was going down the hill. Uh, there's no cohesion in that team. Uh, there's reports that uh, players were complaining about him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was – I kind of like – he was – you think he, he was put in a, in a – he was put in a wrong, wrong position because they gave – they hired him in the, in the middle of the season with no uh, – no, uh, Preseason. Preseason, yeah, so. To play his style, yeah. play his style. They're constantly buying new players. So, I mean – I don't think players that he even wanted, like Modric, yeah. I don't think he even cared. Uh, no stability at that team. Um, but do you think maybe of recent events where Tuchel went to Chelsea and now the the manager carousel is in, like, in full swing, Tuchel goes to Chelsea, Nagelsmann is now open, and maybe they just want to snap him up before some other team pull, uh, puts, uh, pulls the trigger? Do you think if maybe Nagelsmann was not available that – Potter would get more time? Nah, I feel like they would probably sack him, uh, which is crazy because, I mean, as as ruthless as Abrahamovich was, he never sacked two managers in one season. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit was crazy. But, I mean, it's I think I feel like it's just metal time that Negusman gets that uh, position. But, I mean, I feel like with anybody well, that I goes – anybody goes season two. Yeah, but anybody goes that goes to Chelsea, man, it's a, it's a very demanding job. I mean – like, if you looked at the previous managers, nobody was there for more than three years. Yeah. Mourinho was the longest one. Yeah, and he, like, you know, he assisted you with the club where yeah. a lot of managers are coming in and they're expected to work miracles with a squad that maybe they wouldn't assemble themselves. Yeah, it just, it, I mean, it starts with Bowley and, and with the organization. Like, it just backfired. They they made, they made the wrong decision by sacking Tuchel. They, they went with Potter. History was against him because there's, like, if you look at English managers, who was the last English manager that won Premier League? Yeah, I think they, they – Nobody. What they did is, with Potter, they didn't do their homework. Uh, Potter has a system and a style of play. He hasn't managed a big club. So they got him middle of the season, no preseason, got him a bunch of players that, you know, he's not familiar with that I don't think, you know, um, work – to his style of play that he's looking to play with. And then I'm I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that he's gone, and I'm not surprised that they're struggling. And I don't see, you know, anyone coming midseason now doing any better. No, I mean, Chelsea's not a project. uh, No striker. Shai Havertz left. (laughs) Chelsea's not a project like a, uh, what you you say, like a project uh, position, like a project... uh, yeah, like uh, like an Arteta Arsenal where yeah, they'll give, give you time, time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's over there. That throw records. <laughs> yeah, over there you gotta win. You gotta win right away. Otherwise, there's high expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, let's move on. Uh, well, let's actually let's bring up Rodgers because Leicester have been sinking for a while now. Uh, they've been sinking in the middle of the season. Then they salvaged a couple of wins. 
it looked like they were getting out of that relegation battle, but Leicester are back in back into it. But I'm not even surprised, and I don't see this being Rogers' fault because he just didn't get back. They sold all their players. Play, they've been injured, and what, the only guy that they got is that center back. And I don't even rate him. And I, the Belgian guy, like I, I'm, I think they're gonna go down. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens when you don't back, like when you don't don't buy any new players. Players are not motivated to even play. Like, yeah, what are you gonna I mean, play for? I feel like he got him like, like he won him a couple trophies. He got he um, he won him FA Cup, Community Shield. He got him to like five, fifth position twice. You can only do as much as you can, like without any backing up, new new transfers, new refreshments in the squad, man. Like, like you got players like Tillmans. He doesn't want to sign a long term contract. You got. Um, you can't they be sold surprised. For, yeah, they sold for Fana. They haven't bought a new uh, center back. Yeah, they so got rid of uh, Schmeichel. They didn't get a new goalkeeper. Yeah. They just they're living off scraps. So I'm not surprised. Uh, Rogers will get another good job. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe that he'll get the Crystal Palace job full time after. Because I don't see him getting a top six job either. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe Spurs will go after him. Oh, Spurs would have been an interesting project. Because he's not, yeah. he's not gonna expect a big, uh, like you know, transfer market. That's a, actually that's a good question that we'll post. Um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's stop talking about these teams that are uh, irrelevant, irrelevant <laughs> right now. Newcastle versus Manchester United. Big three points for Newcastle. They've outplayed Manchester United. I was surprised, but what I'm mostly disappointed in is Ten Hag. His substitutions. How he came out with that starting eleven, having McTominay in that squad, uh, Wood uh, Wood Weckhorst, man, I think he should have just played Marsh, uh, not Marshall, Rashford for, up top, and then Sancho and Anthony, or or even playing Fernandez on the wide, and then I don't know, just it looked awful. It looked bad first half. It looked bad second half. He brought in Sancho for Anthony. Sancho doesn't drop. As much as much as I don't like Anthony, I think you know Anthony in a game like this, he's giving you a lot more um, effort and more you know work to track back and defend mm. and be a presence. And then he takes off Varane and Martinez and brings on Lindelof. Like, what is this dude supposed to do when he never plays? And then they concede another goal. One, like it's it's mind blowing. I was very disappointed with Ten Hag. Yeah, man, well, it was a shambolic, embarrassing uh, performance by Manchester United. You would think, like, after international break, they had two weeks off, they would come more strong. Two but... weeks ago, they were playing against Liverpool and the same players coming out that this is yeah, not going to happen but, again. but it was like, you could, you could see right off the rip, like, Newcastle wanted more. They kept, they controlled the game. They created more opportunities. They created more chances. They had more shots. Like, it was, like, it was an awful performance by Man U. Like, this Kamak-Tamini thing, I mean, I don't know what was, like, the... Proce- thinking process behind that, maybe because like Newcastle's like good in the air, uh, <laughs> so maybe that's why he put it. If there, that's but... the case, then why do you take yeah. off McTominay, Varane, and then get scored on a head? They're outplay in the midfield, like it was crazy. Like it's crazy to say because like they have no like they have no defensive midfielders besides Casemiro, who's out for four games. Like they have no sixes in that team, so they need like in the transfer they need like, a couple more signings in that position because. That's a, like one of the most important positions during the game. Like if you have a good midfielder, like a good six, you you control the game. Like they were they were like dominated in the midfield and the man. It was just 
uh, I symbolic. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if they drop points against Brentford. Because Brentford, anywhere they go, like bigger teams, they always cause a problem because they have like their midfield is very industrious. Yeah. Where they work hard and right now without Casemiro, I think you know, they might get bullied in that midfield. Yo, we gotta call these all superstars, man. Cause they, they, they. Let me let me tell you something, Bruno Fernandez. <laughs> you went missing again in the big game. Bro, you know what's the problem? I was yeah, I was be pissing me off watching this dude. <laughs> I don't know a lot of freaking fans are rated like rate him as a play. I don't rate him at all, man. This dude is a weasel on the field, man. <laughs> he makes a couple good passes. He scores a couple good penalties. Scores a goal once once in the blue moon, and all the people rate him. This dude is awful, man. Like the problem. That's why I don't feel. I personally feel like Ten Hag doesn't rate him. Like he, that's why he doesn't play. Like most of the time, he doesn't play him in that ten position, man. Like it's crazy. He loses the ball all the time. Then he complains. That's your co captain, and he goes missing. Like it's, I'm, I'm so, I'm so fed up with that player, man. It's but I'm just surprised. Why does he play him defensive mid in this game? That's a good question. It's man. like you let McTominay play the position that he says that he's best at. McTominay ain't doing it. You put McTominay back into defensive midfield. That's not, that's not working either. It's like if if Fernandez is your attacking mid, let him play there. Let let that part of the game, that midfield, be stable. Don't be switching everyone around just so you could fit one or two players in. It's it's for me. It's a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe lack of experience from Ten Hag. Yeah, and then Wet Wet uh, Wet Hurst, Oh my god, Wet Willie, whatever his name is, man, <laughs> up top, man. He, I, I, there was a stat online. He was like he only had ten touches before he came off, which is man, it's. Uh, he's a slow motion. I think he's slower than Peter Crouch New, back Newcastle, in the day. Newcastle just played. He couldn't even hold up the field. ball. Like, his boatman was just, like, checking. <laughs> he was bullying him. Like, he couldn't even hold up the ball as tall as this dude is. And he's a nice guy, but he's not. He's, he's a nice guy. Like, as as big as he is, like, he can't even, like, elevate from the freaking ground to, like, <laughs> head the ball, man. It's crazy. I'm just surprised. Like, Manu is underperforming in the wrong time of the season, man. Like... Nine uh, out of nine, they just grabbed one point. Uh, Brantford and Everton next, which could be tr- tricky fixtures, even though we expect bo- to w- for them to win them. But yeah, like going back to like even Rashford, like they nullified, like they could control Rashford, and they're like, who uh, there's like no other place that could have stepped up. Well, yeah, if Rashford, Rashford doesn't score, Manchester United doesn't doesn't score. It's it's what we were talking about previously in previous episodes where. They're a one-man team going forward. Um, but Newcastle, man. Newcastle looked good. Isaac has, like, really stepped up right after after the World Cup and New Year's. He's been, he took that striker position. I think that's his now. There's no questions who's the starter, Callum Wilson or him. I think yeah. he does a lot more. And then it's good to bring in Callum Wilson with 10 minutes to go. And then he still gets your goal. So it's... You get that confidence that you have a player on the bench that if you're losing, you bring up another striker, something might happen. I, I think that like boasts the team, and Almarion, Almarion is not even there, and that defense doesn't leave, doesn't let goals in. Yeah, I mean like everybody thought they're gonna fell off because they were struggling uh, a few weeks back, but they picked it up. They picked it up, man. Good for them, man. Eddie Howley, man. What a coach he is. Yeah, currently in t- sitting third. Um, a game, a game, one game. No, actually, no. They're both yeah. on twenty-seven, I think, or twenty-eight. It's just I feel like it's different when they're playing at home. It's 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 like comparing their stadium atmosphere to like Liverpool's. Yeah, it's a different ball game when teams go over there, man. It's it's tough. To they win look there. like a totally different team. Totally too. different team, man. 
They look like they, they, they want to like score a goal. They're attacking. Sent maximum looks good. But he also looks a lot better when he plays against these bigger teams. He, it looks like he's more up for it. Uh, when I watched him play against like a mid-table, lower team, I think he tries to do too much almost. And then he'll just dribble out of the corner fly yeah, yeah. or some shit like that. But um, City started off the game week hot. 4-1 winners against Liverpool. Liverpool, boo! <laughs> that was uh, that, that second half was horrendous. Like I, I, I was, I was just so disappointed. I'm like, come on, you're up one zero. You can't defend to save your life. Then you let you let four goals in unanswered. Man, they they looked like at three one. They, they just looked like they didn't want to be there anymore. Like we we're like, okay, it's over. Trent, uh, Trent, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold is just being exposed. Grealish is having. Grealish is on fire right now. They didn't even need Holland. Maybe it even worked to their benefit that Holland wasn't there because Alvarez was giving them something different. Yeah, man, Liverpool, man, they're dusted, man. They're dusted, man. Like when don't when they don't play at Anfield, man, they struggle like crazy, man. Like there's nothing new. Like Arnold, man, he's been underperforming the entire season. Van Dijk. Again, poor performance. He's the leader in that back line, man. And he's he's, just he's so under, exposed. Yeah, he's underperforming too. That midfield, man, has been struggling all season. It's it's the same same issues with Liverpool. Good thing that they have Allison up top, uh, not up top, but at the bottom, because otherwise some of these games would have, would have been a lot worse than they actually get because he just comes out and saves them. But there was one substitute that. Like he substitute. I was a little surprised when he took off Salah, like for for Nunez. I was I was a little surprised, and then he br- brings in Milner for Gapko. It, so literally in the 80th minute, he didn't bother. Like I, it was just limitation at that point, which is great. But I expected a little bit more from Liverpool and club. Yeah, and if they lose against Chelsea, man, I don't. <sighs> Shit, it's gonna be so hard for them to make top four. Yeah, no, I I, I don't think they're gonna make top four now. With the way Newcastle's playing right now? Yeah. And Liverpool have really hard games, too. Yeah, man. It's going to be crazy. And then Liverpool's playing at home, which is a good thing against Arsenal, man. So, yeah, it's it's rough on the streets, man. It's rough eight on points, the streets. Eight points behind Manchester United right now. I just don't see Liverpool being consistent enough to... Because I think they, they would have to win at least 80% of the games. No, there's, that's that's the main issue with Liverpool. They're never consistent. Yeah. So right I, when you think they like yeah, they picked up their form, that's what I'm they saying. They go away from Anfield, and they do. They look like a relegation team. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Worse. No, but that's what I'm saying. They're not making top four. Yeah. Like I expe- I expected Chelsea to pick. And up you gotta four. look at all these experienced players in that team who won trophies. Like yo, you you, you gotta like blame yourself. You can't always be blaming club's tactics. No, they they, they do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, for me, it blows my mind when I see replays of Trent defending and him not just not giving up, not giving a shit or care in the world. Like he watching, he looking over there. Defense, the defensive line steps up. He just chilling in the back by himself. Bro, I could have been defending more. <laughs> like I could have been defending better than Trent Alexander Arnold, man. Like it's just like yo. You're making like U13 mistakes. <laughs> he's just chilling. Like, he's just, just he's vibing out there, smoking a joint. Like I, saying I'm not. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what? I knew he's gonna have a bad season when they bought Nunez, and then he uh, he 
posted a picture of like, how can I assist you? I knew I knew that's gonna backfire on him, but I just had no idea it's gonna be that bad. Uh, but we thought maybe that would put pressure on Arsenal since they were playing uh, the um, the three o'clock game or ten o'clock game uh, here in the USA. And you know, I expected that to you know to make me make them feel a little bit uncomfortable since you know it was such a dominant display from Manchester City, but. Arsenal took care of their own business, also finished 4-1. Jesus, they were ha- having st- uh, hard time. Sh- they were struggling with Leeds United because Leeds United was bringing everyone back. But then Jesus, with a piece of like really nice skill and experience, being able to get that penalty. And then after that penalty, there was only one winner. Yeah, Jesus is looking fit and healthy, man. Yeah, like... I, like Perfect I'm, timing. I'm glad that they maybe took a week or two to, you know, get him up to speed with fitness instead of... And hopefully Saliba comes back fully fit for the uh, remaining games, man, because he's going to be vital in that back foot because I don't trust trust holding, man. Uh, Holding's going to hold us back. (laughs) Where's my boy Kivior, man? No, I freaking... (laughs) Play play two center backs with uh, with, uh, dominant left foot. (laughs) No, you can't do that. But yeah, man, Arsenal looking strong. I'm still back in Man City just because of... uh, They got easier fixtures... And solely based on the experience of the players, of the coach, of the team. Yeah, it's um, uh, one a draw at Liverpool and a loss at uh, Man City, City and, and it's right City. back into it, man. No, and Man City go first. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, Arsenal still got to play at Newcastle. Newcastle, West Ham. I think West Ham is a tricky yeah, fixture, so. and then you never know with Chelsea now because they got to play at home. But Chelsea might have that manager bounce back, so it might be that might be difficult as well. Bounce that shit, bounce Um. Where are we right now? Tomorrow, Everton versus Spurs. How do you see that one going? Because you got Kane, so I know you, you're going to be keeping an eye out on that game because you're looking for your boy. Yeah, man. Who the, hell, who the hell knows how that game is going to end well, up? Hopefully Ever- he misses a penalty. Hopefully he doesn't miss penalty because <laughs> I'm probably going to destroy my TV. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> uh, how's your captain? Do you, who'd you? I know we had Mitomo versus Rashford. Yeah, Marcus game. Rashford, man. Freaking man. He... I knew right, right, I knew right off the rip when Newcastle was dominating that game that it's gonna be tough on the street, tough <laughs> out there for, on, on the streets for Marcus Rashford, man. Yeah, he didn't even get like no major crazy chances to like. Man, even, yeah, he, I think he had a shot. Yeah, off. man. And fuck. Well, what do you think about Chelsea? Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea versus Villa. Chelsea losing it two zero at home. There was like that game. Villa was were all over them, and then. Second game, uh, second half. Chelsea was Chelsea had the possession, but they weren't really creating chances again. Nah, man, like individual mistakes. Cucurella, I don't know what the oh hell he was gosh, thinking. Oh my gosh, yeah, he should be fired with Potter. Oh, Go man. back to Brian, bro. Like you can't be playing like that. Koulibaly, like just standing there, and this guy just heads it back. I feel like he picked the wrong back line. He picked like uh, James, back, James. five in the back, and then he picked Loftus Cheek as right winger. Yeah, and Reece James. And then Kalibelli, right like in this, as a center back, like it just just didn't make no sense. Mujic playing up top. Wow, he yeah. deserved. He deserved to go. Uh, I I think I think Potter put himself in a bad position with some players. I think he should have left Alba in the squad. I think he's a, a I think he should. He's there for six months. He's gonna get you goals. Like he might not be the best practice player, but Potter is not looking for a practice player. He ha- you only have six months to get yourself into preseason and get Chelsea because Chelsea didn't have to be in a Champions League spot. 
Chelsea just have to like show signs that they're alive. And yeah. this guy, you know, moves him out of the squad. I think that was a big mistake from him. Yeah, he mismanaged a lot of things in that squad. I saw on Twitter that Dennis Zakaria and Alba liked uh, a pick where they stated Potter got fired. So. Wait, was that, where is Zakaria? What, what happened to him? I don't know. He's probably, he wasn't even in the squad. Yeah, I don't no, think he's he, even injured. So Yeah, no, he's not injured. Yeah, he wasn't even in the Who squad. Who was the other player that liked the post? Alba. Alba. Obama Young. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Alba. Yeah, yeah, like, Mason Mount's not playing at all. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's a contract dispute, but let that boy go play at least. Like, you're not getting any goals or any, like, it's crazy. Like, the same players are getting the same chances over and over. It doesn't matter how Loftus-Cheek plays. It doesn't matter how many chances Havertz misses or what Mudrik does. Mudrik goes one-on-one, he can't finish. No confidence. Let him, let him, put him on the bench. Let these guys play. Players that are experienced. I thought Zakaria was a really good player. I'm just surprised that he he just I don't know what's going back there in the back back room staff, but like Kukarel shouldn't be playing. Kukarel was the has been. Nah, he's been getting poor. too many chances, man. Kukarel's just he, he's not a defender. He's I don't know. Um, yeah, Potter Potter must stop. Um, I don't see him getting a chance again at a big club. I know it's early, but I I, I think it was a shit show here with Chelsea. Yeah, it was a total mess from top to bottom, man. It was, I, don't, I don't want to put all the blame on Potter, but at the end of the day, like the managers get the, you know, all the, all the blame at the end of the day. So, I, I I think if he made all the players available and he chose his best team, I think it would have been a lot better for him. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, you know, he was a little bit maybe shocked that Alba pulls up with his Ferrari has Versace glasses on and it's 20 minutes late to practice, but that's just vibe. It's like <laughs> you want you want a couple of goals, that's yeah. what you gotta live with. Man. You have it for six months. And that's why you got big personalities, big egos, big characters, man. You gotta be the right fit as a manager to deal with those personalities. And I don't think he was that type of the manager. No, 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 because um, uh, he, he's a good manager, don't get me wrong, but um He's a good guy. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. But good guys finish last. That's what she said. Yeah, I know they you told you that before. You got to be a jerk. Yeah, and I think he didn't get the players that he wanted. I don't think Mudrik was a player that he he cared about. I think Felix, he likes, as, as good as he is, he's not a player that Potter wanted or he wanted to manage. Fernandez also, a player that maybe is good, no, Fernandez has been the, probably the best transfer they got, they had, but it's another player that he has to play because he was so expensive. So you have these players that you're just playing because you have to play them. And um, yeah, we saw Chelsea play, and there was no cohesion in that squad. And they got outplayed by a team that, that's, that plays like a team. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace won last minute. Um, that that sent Brendan Rodgers packing, as we mentioned before, and and then Brighton versus Brentford three three. That was a, an exciting game. It's a crazy game, a lot of goals, man. I did not expect uh, Brentford to score so many goals, especially on the road, and get a result. Good for them. Matoma, Matoma, bowling again, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, Brighton, Brighton has man. I've, Anytime they have that chance to go and compete for that top four, they, they always choke. Yeah, they always choke and drop points. They drop points. Like this is a game that you should be winning. You are up to uh, both times. Both times, yeah. And they they did get back. Uh, then like you know they are uh, on. 
Brentford was winning three two yeah. and they got a penalty last minute, but like they got the so much two goals yeah. that they let in. Is they got crazy. so much talent in that midfield and uh, going forward with players, but in the in the backfield, like it's it's not that it's not looking good for them. Like Lewis Dunk is still starting. It's 2023. Lewis Dunk is still playing in the back. No, Ryan. I think Lewis Dunk is fine, but I think Veltman is not good enough. Of, uh, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't think Colwell is a young guy. Like I don't know what happened to Terry Glampsey, man. Remember, like year or two years ago, he was one of the oh uh, yeah, like he was up and coming prospects in the in the Premier League, and he just was just went missing. Just went missing, yeah. But uh, both goals, Brighton scored. Uh, ben, or Brentford, every time Brentford scored, it was just a lack of concentration because Brighton was pressing. They had all the possession in the world, and then out of nowhere, Brentford would flick on, would score goals. And uh, shout out to Mam Buemo. Damn, that's how that's how you say his name, Brian Mabuemo. Freaking, I have him on my fantasy team. Every you always put him on the bench. Time he he's on my bench. He decides to score some points on fantasy when he plays. He doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, you always put him on the bench. Nine points. Botman, seven points. I'm I'm sitting nice with 65, but that's that's a lot of points on the bench. I got 68. All I need is one. All I need one more point in my favorite uh, number, 69. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, if you know, if you know, <laughs> you, know you, you know. If you know, you know. And I'm saying. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back to wrap up the second half of game week 29, and then give you a preview of the upcoming game week. Uh, give us a follow on uh, Instagram, My Football View Podcast. Thank you for listening.